0: Calories is a man-made idea that doesn't actually accurately represent how food affects the body. What they're not understanding is that that percentage that they're showing, so that what is it, twelve percent of mm. the total, which is two thousand. You are already well above your number. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet, Patch Hat Edition. I'm Violet, and I'm Pat. We bring you these videos because Patrick finds interesting topics, information online, or even reading through our comments. And uh, what do we have? What are we talking about today, Patrick?
1: This week we're talking about um, I think basic but very important stuff. So we're gonna review how to read and understand like a nutrition label on food. Okay, first let's go through like the overview of nutrition label. How to read all the information, like the main sections. Okay. So for and and maybe add like our grain of salt, like on each if they're important, less important, and what to be careful about. So first. Uh, the first information, the first section we have on the nutrition label is like the serving information, the serving size. You'll see, for example, it's like uh, you'll see a serving size which could be a cup, could be two pieces, four pieces, it uh, could be like uh, it depend- like a certain amount.
0: I know that for the Canadian food uh, labels, they've decided to make that standard. So I know one of the things they're talking about is uh, a container of yogurt and so since most yogurt containers are a certain size, like whenever you're gonna look now at a, even if you buy the big tub of yogurt, they're gonna give you for that little, like a one a one serving is gonna be one serving. So that it's all the same across the board. And they're trying to do this with a bunch of different things. So I will say that's one thing I do like about what the Canadian nutrition guides have said they're gonna do. I don't know if we have those new tr- guides yet on everything. Probably not. It's supposed to be coming this year, I believe. Okay.
1: I did find like it's a good point. I did find very little differences between uh, the Canadian and American labels. So so everything we're gonna say like here applies to both. Um, the only difference, obviously, was will be like the metric system versus the imperial system. So serving size very important. Not uh, because like all the nutri all the nutrient information are based on that size, and we we know that usually they're like tiny little serving size. So it's important if you if something has, for example, uh, 10 grams of carbs, uh, and it's like a a third of a cup, measure it because a third of a cup is not a big, a big serving.
0: I will also say just going back to my pre keto years, I do remember (laughs) looking at serving like looking at nutrition facts, and not really clicking in that there was a serving size and especially when you buy something that seems like one serving. So for example, when you buy the single serving size of chips, you expect it to be a single serving, but there's actually more than one serving in there. Same thing if you buy like, if you're, let's say you're in a gas station and you buy like one cookie, like one of those big cookies, like when you turn it over and you read that information, it's usually for like a quarter of the cookie. So I do feel like that was one thing that came up that was pretty uh, funny slash not funny because people are basing what they're eating, what they're choosing to buy in a gas station, basically quickly turning it over and looking at that. and like, how many people recognize that there was like three servings in that? Mm. Like, no. And first of all, even if you recognize it, who's going to actually eat that in three different settings? Yeah. Probably not.
1: Another, another good example I have are like breakfast cereal. Like, you know, you take your bowl and you fill in, you add your milk. There's usually at least three or four servings probably in, um, in a bowl of cereal because the, the usual serving is like two thirds of a cup, I think.
0: That's a, And that's as an adult. If you think back to when we were teenagers, like you probably eat like seven or eight servings. In, in all fairness, so for those
1: who, who are starting keto, uh, this serving size I think is important. Yeah, and you need to weigh your food, you need to measure your food just to get uh, uh, an idea about like the 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 nutrients you're getting, the nutrients you're getting in um, in, in what you're eating. Second section, calories. Yeah. Uh, so calorie in the U.S. and Canada is the same calorie. So for us, we're going to say calorie are not that important but
0: you have something to add about like calories okay so obviously from our perspective doing a ketogenic lifestyle the calorie count is only important in the sense that it helps you to see like helps you to make your eyes go to where is the energy coming from right so if i take up something and it's you know high in calorie and most of it's coming from carb not interested if i take up something that's high in calorie and most of it's coming from fat i'm pretty happy so I don't think that the calorie count is going to deter is, is going to deter you as much as the rest of the information on the label should deter you because the energy isn't the problem it's where the energy is coming from that's actually the problem
1: then third section we're going to have like the the macronutrients these like is the the essence of the, the nutrition labels you have your fat you have your um, your carbs and you have your proteins mm-hmm. usually fats are divided into subcategories you know, yep. if you're going Go through them. Do you know them?
0: So a little quiz for me. Um, uh, so trans fats are fats where they've taken a fat that's not saturated and added hydrogens to it to saturate it, so that it becomes a sat. But it's not a. So they can't really call it saturated fat though, because they've chemically done this or chemically, mechanically. I'm not really sure, but they've done it in a in a process, so they're called trans fats. Very unhealthy. Then you have your unsaturated and your saturated fats. And so polyunsaturated or unsaturated like, basically just means that you don't have all the hydrogen bonds in the fat that are occupied. Um, so you can have just one not occupied or you can have more than one not occupied. And of course, saturated fats, all of the hydrogens and oxygen bonds are made. Obviously, saturated fats are healthy, as are some unsaturated fats. So for example, uh, olive oil is an unsaturated fat. It's healthy. Um, the fat that you find on your meat is a saturated fat. It's healthy, <laughs> right? So one is not better than the other in the as long as it's naturally occurring it's when it's not naturally occurring that you become it becomes problematic.
1: We all will often see, see in the nutrients like uh, uh, a line for cholesterol. Should we pay attention to that?
0: <laughs> Our body makes I don't remember how many thousands milligrams of cholesterol. Like I think it's 7,000. So basically if you don't eat it, your body will make it. And if you eat it, your body will make a little bit less. And we don't typically eat as much as our body needs and will make. So this idea, like I know they're talking about eggs, for example, like the amount that a cholesterol that you get from eggs compared to what your body's already making. It's it's an interesting um repercussion of people believing that cholesterol was causing heart attacks back in the day. But that has more to do with the fact that cholesterol was found at the site of heart problems because cholesterol is part of the process our body uses to heal, right? Because it's one of the the lipids that can be used to hold things together.
1: Sodium, same thing. Sodium, uh, will you have a line for sodium? So the carbs like that, that's the the, the main point of of interest. Carbs is a family, like it's, it's subdivided in, in categories. Uh, usually you'll have the diet, the dietary fibers, uh, you'll have the total sugars, and and uh, sometimes to the sugar alcohols. I just before you comment, just want to point out, like here is the main difference between Canadian and American labels. And I do prefer the way Americans do their stuff in a way that they actually have a separate line for the added sugar. So, for example, uh, you'll have like a total carb of x grams. You'll have your dietary fibers. You have sugar and a subline of sugar with the included added sugar. We okay. don't have that in Canada. They they, they still keep it like
0: uh, together. Hopefully, that's a yet scenario.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully too. So first, uh, fibers.
0: Okay. So first of all, I just want to say the grand category of carbohydrate is all the different kinds of sugar that you can have. So usually, when they're talking about simple sugars, it's you know, the oses connected together, and um, in in a way that when you taste them, they still they still taste sweet. Versus fiber, and starches, don't tend to taste as sweet. So, and to me, those are the big differences um, in our body. When they are able to be broken down, so that's the other difference between fiber and the other two, starch, and sugar. So the sugar on in the and the ca- subcategory sugar. Um, I I get confused with saying that because it's the same thing, drives me nuts, but starch and sugar can be broken down in the body and used the same way. So it's not, you know, like it's one for one, like it's the difference is fiber. Sometimes we're not able to break it down. So you know, like this is part of the reason we don't eat tree bark because we can't break it down. Hmm. But So there's some fibers we can break down, the soluble fibers and like, so there's some that we can break down, there's some that we can't. and what I find interesting is that when we're looking at this label. It's I, now that we know that they do the subcategory of sugar that's added. It'd be interesting for them to also do soluble fiber versus non-soluble fiber because they usually tell us to subtract the fiber, but some of the fibers we can actually digest.
1: You you, uh, you have a good point. Uh, this uh, that I saw on a, I think on a package of popcorn they did uh, soluble and insoluble. Oh, nice. So they did. They did uh, separated. I didn't find like in in my examples like a, a case, but like now you 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 uh, talk about it. I'm, I already saw it. See, so uh, this is
0: this is a company being transparent, and so I think mm-hmm. I love that because the truth is that soluble fiber that they typically would tell you to subtract, you shouldn't subtract it because your body's actually going to use it.
1: Okay, so what I want to add to that, like the starch, you were talking about starch. Starch is not something we see on the label. So we kind of assume that you take your total carbs, you subtract your fiber, you subtract your sugar, you subtract your uh, sugar alcohols, and the, the, the remaining number of grams are probably probably starch. We we're not sure 100%, but like uh, I, what I saw here is that the only two ingredients that uh, they are not required to put on the, on the label is water, obviously, and ashes. So I wasn't not sure about ashes at all, but like I saw water and
0: ashes. They are not required to tell us that they're burning stuff and putting it in our food. Like, that's what I feel like I'm being told. I don't know. Because ashes, if we're, that's when you burn something. They are not, that is so scary. I'm so happy. I don't (laughs) eat processed foods anymore. that is scary yeah
1: one last thing about carbs uh with the fiber it it brings the the concept of total versus net do you want to just like a,
0: a little um total carb is all of the carbohydrates in the in the food so basically it's not making any distinction between fiber like it's just counting them all um which by the way is the way that dr westman teaches people to do keto because he says that sometimes that fiber is, is digested by people. And um, it also, you know, if you're trying to live a healthy life, the unfortunate reality and this is where eh, rocking that at mine field, unfortunately, companies want you to buy their product. And the healthier they make the label look, the bigger chance that you're going to keep eating it, even if it's fully not a healthy product. So I do think that sometimes companies, well, not even I think, I know there was a company that was using normal chocolate chips and saying that they were keto friendly chocolate chips and it really was just regular chocolate chips. So companies do that. They, they want your, your money and sometimes they're willing to lie to get it. Absolutely read your labels and at the same time be wary of your labels.
1: Next uh, big piece of information on labels are the percentage daily values.
0: Okay. Personally,
1: I I honestly never really checked them. Um, I think they're all based based on a 2,000 calorie per day diet. So so percentage, I don't know.
0: What do you think about so that? So what, what I do find interesting about them showing the percentages on the label is for all those people who are doing calories, hmm. then they're going to be paying a lot of attention to these percentages because they're going to be trying to have the food that's coming out with the least percentage of daily calories what's dangerous about that every gram of fat is nine versus every gram of carbs is four which is going to push people to think that if i want to be able to eat a little more and lose weight still i should go towards the carbs The carbs. however what they're not considering because calories is a man-made idea that doesn't actually accurately represent how food affects the body, what they're not understanding is that that percentage that they're showing, so that, what is it, 12% Mm. of the total, which is 2,000, you're already well above your number. 20 grams of carbs is what's putting you in a bad situation. You're already at 34, and they're saying it's 12%. So Mm. this is that thing that's very scary, right? If I don't really understand how food affects me, and I I always hesitate when I call sugar food, but if I don't understand how sugar reacts in my body and causes me to feel bad and causes me to gain weight and causes me to have health problems, and I'm only looking at it from that perspective of, well, I got 2000 calories to spend and I can spend 300 grams worth of calories on out of that two like to get my 200, that's 1200 calories calories. that I'm spending on sugar Hmm. in a day. Right? And that's 300 grams. Hmm and what we need to okay. be careful with that idea because that's that's harming me okay. much more than mm-hmm. doing 100 grams or, or 150 grams of, of fat okay
1: so those percentage are based like um, on what like the food guides recommends like towards like um, a more carb heavy diet uh, we know like the important number is 20 grams of carbs like if, if, for example, we still stick to the two thousand calories per day number, how would you like recalculate then what? How, how many grams of fat am I allowed per day? Like, are we sticking to a rule of eighty uh, percent fat, ten uh, percent? Uh, I don't even remember, like eighty percent, seventy percent fat, like twenty percent. You're talking about for keto for that? Yeah, for yeah, for for okay. let's say for LT, like
0: okay, so. This is again, this problem of percentages comes back to this idea that man-made numbers, calories, and our, our decisions about where the calories should come from is more important than what my body is telling me is healthy. What we have figured out is that the average person, if they eat 20 grams of carbs or less, and it's or less because you actually don't need to eat the full 20 grams, your body can use some of that energy right away and put some of it away in your glycogen stores and probably will have to not store any if if at all or store minimally versus if you go above 20 now your body's pushed into that position where it's storing that sugar away as fat that's not healthy so even with this like this idea that we should eat 80% fat or 70% fat or trying to like get that nail that down to a number. No. Actually, what you should be doing is eating healthy foods that give you good quality protein. And if you are going to eat veg, good quality veg, that's not going to put you over 20 grams a day. And then that combination of foods stop when you're satiated. If you do that, there could be days where you're eating 80 percent fat because you ate only meat or there could be days where you're doing like 70 70 25 5 like it it 70 25 five, yeah it depends on what you're eating and i feel like it's rather than focusing on trying to get a specific percentage you should be more paying attention to how do i actually feel when i allow myself to eat vegetation because that's the more important piece of the puzzle right I figured out that I don't do well on nightshades how because I took most of them out and then as I was bringing things in I realized oh wow every time I eat tomatoes or every time I eat potatoes or anytime I eat these kind of things I don't I feel horrible right and that was my big clue Violet you shouldn't be eating those things so I feel like sometimes we're so focused on what we think we're allowed to do that we're not paying attention to what our body is telling us we should be doing and I'm trying to encourage everybody to pay attention to what your body is telling you to do rather than oh but that doctor over there said I'm allowed to eat like when you're feeling bad or when you're not able to play with your kids or when you're you know when you have joint issues that doctor is not the one living your life you are
1: so so my question is like those keto calculators we did use like in the beginning because like eh, one of the goal one of the first goal of keto for for a lot of people is to lose weight they want to have an idea of what what they should allow to each each macronutrients from what you just said like keep your your carbs under 20 eat to to cessi- cessation and you should be fine you should use the weight you have to lose
0: so what i will say for that is that i remember the keto calculators that we did and i remember specifically I remember what I did with the information of course I knew 20 grams of carbs or less but then what's the maximum fat that I could eat what's the maximum protein that I could eat and so it's more it if you're going to use the calculator it's more about understand maximums than understanding goals is not the same the same way that there's 20 grams of carbs or less well yeah it was a hundred I can't remember the number it was 170 grams of, of um, fat or less and my protein was like 100 or less i think or 120 i can't remember right now because i don't care about those numbers anymore but the thing was at the beginning it's kind of one of those situations where you're trying to play with things on your plate and like understanding what i'm aiming at aiming at understanding what my maximums are helps me to figure out okay how much do i put on my plate and then from there i can figure out well did i really need all that on my plate Mm -hmm. right because how many times and you you were witness to this how many times did I make plates and then I couldn't even finish it, right? Like it took a while to start to figure out like how much I could actually eat once I wasn't chasing carbs anymore, right? So at the beginning, was I finishing my plate? Of course. And that was the other part of the story is I I say this all the time. When you first start keto, you're going to eat the exact same amount of energy just from different sources initially. And then you're gonna have a huge drop in what you're eating because once your body gets fat adapted, it doesn't need you to finish all the fat on the plate because it has fat to eat. And then eventually you get back to a place where you're eating a bit more again because well, okay, now it's not gonna keep taking from this this source to the point where I don't have any reserve. That would be crazy. It's gonna leave a little reserve, right? And so it's gonna push you again to eat a bit more. And that's precisely what happens to people who stick with. But guess what happens if you allow carbs back into your life, use all of that stops happening, right? And this is what something else that we see often. You need to understand this information. So, like you needed, to, I needed to understand how much protein was my max. I needed to understand how much fat was my max because, for knowledge's sake, not necessarily as a goal. And that's another thing that we see often: is people look at fat as a goal, or protein as a goal. It's not a goal. You eat till you're satiated. Sometimes I eat, some days I eat more, and some days I eat less. And I can never tell, like, when this is going to happen. Well, first of all, I mean, I only eat one meal a day. But it's like, when I get to the end of my day and I'm about to make that meal, how many times was I planning something bigger and thought to myself, I'm just not that hungry, I'm going to have eggs. Because I know I'm going to make it and I'm not going to eat it. Or I, well... I can't really say that happens. I don't pass on a whim, but like, yeah, that I make a smaller meal.
1: Okay, uh, let's talk about those limits uh, from the uh, the FDA uh, because they have all those nutrients with uh, less than or at least. So let's go. Let's review them like quickly. Uh, saturated fat uh, uh, less than twenty grams. With saturated fat.
0: <laughs> I have. I have n- so. so n- I have <laughs> so nothing to say about this. I mean, everything. <laughs> yeah. I, I before we even go through it, everything that you're going to read out is based on this ridiculous idea that carbohydrates are innocuous Mm -hmm. and fats are dangerous. Mm -hmm. And so everything you're about to read is gonna be towards that end.
1: So sodium, uh, what they recommend is less than 2,300 milligrams.
0: Oh my goodness, I believe that we need like I wanna say 7,000, I'm like I'm trying I'm confused by that number That much okay I can't remember no maybe it's 5000 okay. but I know it's more okay. I don't think it's 2300
1: Uh dietary fiber other oh, i I'm going to put it on the
0: screen I'm going to look it up cuz I can't okay. remember exact numbers but 2300 sounds low to me
1: Okay uh fiber 28 grams so that that could prove challenging for for someone that stick to uh, 20 grams or or less to, uh, We don't need uh, 28 grams of so, fiber So actually. so yeah
0: I mean, this is this is based on this idea that we need fiber to push food through our system mm-hmm. so that we can adequately go to the bathroom. Yeah. But as a person who eats hardly any veg right now, I mm-hmm. can tell you, not, I don't. If I'm getting 28 grams of fiber a mm-hmm. day, I'm I'm impressed with myself, and I'm still going to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So what's the other thing that helps us go to the bathroom? I say it all the time. It's fat, mm-hmm. right? So I mean, I I'm. If you can get it, I don't see it. Mm. I mean, I see it being a problem more in the sense that it's, if it's soluble fiber, and you're actually, if your body's actually going to be using some of that, you need to be careful in terms of your carb count, because we do encourage people to do a healthy ketogenic lifestyle, and so 28 grams of fiber is mm. going to put you, especially the soluble part, is going to put you over. Yeah.
1: Uh, interesting here like the added sugars they recommend less than 50 grams which is like remember like the part with the, the sugar is the, the added sugar so um, yeah less than 50 grams which which is like a bit high okay so vitamin D uh, vitamin D 20 micrograms at least calcium 1300 milligrams I'm sorry,
0: vitamin D only 20
1: Milligrams, micrograms. I'm just wondering
0: how many IU's that is because I know like you're supposed to have ten thousand IU's. That's so right. I'm wondering oh. how, how does that translate? Because we're working at an American site, so. Well, but like that ten thousand IU's seems like it would be much more.
1: Then calcium, uh, thirteen hundred milligrams. Okay. At least, uh, iron at least eighteen milligrams, and potassium. Oh, that's good. Like potassium, we know we knew that one. Like uh, 47, 4700 milligrams of potassium daily. And this one is a hard, like, is a hard, uh, hard, hard one to get. You need to eat, to eat a lot of salad <laughs> to get to your 4,700. Now, we're, of course,
0: we're not opposed to supplementing if you know you're not hitting your mm. your numbers in terms of like, cal- especially calcium, potassium, um, uh, magnesium, those three. Like, we're not opposed to supplementing. It's just a matter of choosing a quality source and getting the one, and even vitamin D, I think most people should be supplementing because we don't get enough time in the sun to produce all of what we need, so we do need to ingest it. Um, And vitamin D3 specifically, because that's what humans are able to use. So I would definitely suggest that for some of these things, a supplement is not a bad idea if you don't think you're getting enough
1: so, like, Lay's chips, uh, you'll have 20. Uh, 20- why?
0: Why Lay's chips? Yeah, because, like, yeah,
1: American, <laughs> okay. like American and Canadian he eats a lot of chips. Okay. <laughs> but, like, you would think, oh, it's good potatoes. We'll start oil. with the unhealthy foods. So, okay. yeah, so, yeah, yeah an, an, an unhealthy food. Okay. So- uh, 28 grams, a serving size, 15 chips, Lay's, like, tiny, 15. That's not a big uh, serving I'm size. I'm
0: curious. How much is in the full bag?
1: Uh, they don't say. Okay. So pull, uh, I, I, don't I wonder I
0: feel thing. just one of those examples where you buy a single serving bag but you can't eat the whole thing. I think I'm pretty sure yeah, a yeah. bag of oh, chips is like 50 grams. Yeah, and yeah. And they're saying 28 grams.
1: So total fat uh, 10 grams, okay. saturated, saturated 1.5, trans fat zero. They use vegetable oil, so yeah, sunflower, corn, and or canola oil. Cholesterol is zero milligrams. Sodium 170 milligrams, potassium 350. Coming from potatoes, I know potatoes are a good source of potasi- uh, of potassium. Total carbs, 15. Dietary fiber, one. So your net carbs, like, are 14 for that that serving.
0: 14. Okay.
1: 14. And sugar is less than added sugar is less than one gram. If we just go through the in- the uh, ingredients: potatoes, vegetable oil, salt. So you someone could think it's not a bad food.
0: Well, if you didn't understand that vegetable oil is really bad for you, yes, you could think that this is not Mm. a bad food. Um, But I'll be honest, even if you made that in avocado oil, 14 grams of carbs, it's not the best choice. Mm. I mean, that's, but if you're willing to spend your carbohydrates there and you're going to eat the rest of the day pretty uh, more on, on, on the protein and fat, then. Could you fit this in your day? Probably. I really feel like one of the interesting things with all of this is that, and this is classic, right? So this is no flavorings added. Yeah. I wonder how it would look if there was, if this was ketchup or barbecue or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I wonder what, like, if it would be all natural ingredients that this looks like or if it would be mm-hmm. a bit more scary. Um, the only thing
1: I, I, I may, maybe I want to add here is that it's a, a relatively high-fat, high carbs food and Mm -hmm. this this can be like the worst uh...
0: you're right yeah because yeah you're right I didn't think about that the fact that you're going to eat I mean how long will it take you to eat 20 oh no
1: yeah no of course like you're probably going to need like you're you're probably going to eat three servings like
0: well okay so let's try to be fair let's say you only eat the bag Mm. because that's what I think most people would do they would eat the bag so now we're talking double that number so 28 grams of carbs 20 grams of fat so you you just did high fat high carb all of that's getting stored hmm so that's not the best for your health. And even if you did half of it, which would be twenty, which would be fourteen, ten, still all that's getting stored because fourteen is still a lot to eat in one sitting. Your body's going to have to shuttle that away. It's just something to think about when you're you're choosing foods, you're eating the carbs. The carbs are going to affect you.
1: Keto ice cream, so oh, okay. no bread. I'm. Just, I was just curious, like about one thing on that uh, that label was the sugar alcohols. That keto ice cream, fourteen grams, 14 grams of fat, uh, eight coming from saturated, because probably of milk or milk product. Total carbs, eight. Dietary fiber, two. Sugars, two, including zero added sugar. And sugar alcohols, three. So most sites I saw, like, uh, if you want your net carb, you should, like, uh, subtract your fiber, your sugar, your sugar alcohol. So this would be, for example, here, eight minus two, minus three so you have like uh, three three net carbs.
0: I think the thing that I find scary about subtracting sugar alcohols is not understanding that the only thing that makes a sugar alcohol a sugar alcohol is there's an OH on it. And so as soon as your body gets that it cleaves off the OH and it's sugar again. So like I I don't feel like that's a a good advice Hmm. to give people. I think sugar alcohol should be counted as sugar because in the majority of cases your body is treating it like sugar. I don't know if there's any special cases where it's not able to do that. So that's the first thing I'm going to see say there, but yeah. they yeah, they, they do spike
1: yeah. your insulin. So that that's why I brought it like this label. Be careful.
0: So I want to say be careful because if you're doing a ketogenic lifestyle, if you're not, it doesn't matter. Um, then that's just a, a fun choice to take that type of ice cream versus another type of ice cream. But at the end of the day, it's still ice cream, right? If it's still tasting sweet and the, like you're still pushing you towards chasing sweet.
1: Mm. Next one, let's go with our pro- popular brand of soda, and it, this one is carry like a 500 mils uh, bottle. So 210 calories, like you you would think, like it's not that bad, 210 calories. But total carbs, 58 grams. Wow. And total sugars, like subdivided. Of course, like it's it's all sugar. So total sugar, 58 grams, include 58 grams added sugar. So, so the, it's all the, added sugar. whole the whole like all this yeah. The, Whole carbs is added sugar, um, yeah. So 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 be careful. So now we're talking
0: about high fructose corn syrup, yeah, which I... is extremely dangerous to ingest, anyways.
1: Flour. Okay, so a quarter cup of like it's a regular, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, white white, white wheat white wheat flour, barely no fat, obviously, like zero point three grams, uh, like twenty two grams of carbs. Twenty two. Twenty two. Okay. Uh, zero fiber. Uh, no no one fiber. Sorry, and zero sugar so it's mostly this one mostly starch an interesting one i found like actually that i have in my cupboard <laughs> and this is where you need to be careful um on that bag it's a bag of psyllium usk that we sometimes use like for for recipe uh so one tablespoon zero fat zero carbs <laughs> i was like zero carbs but under that zero carbs you see eight grams of fibers so
0: and Obviously. five of them are
1: soluble. And actually. five, yeah, and five, five of them are soluble. So this is a case where, like, it's impossible to have zero carbs. So, so I did like the, some research, and the I think there was a mistake on the labeling. Uh, like the other one I found was ten grams of carbs, six grams of fiber. So be careful with those. sometimes those uh, those those products can be uh, misleading. Uh, it can't be zero. Like you can put sodium as all over the place and not get getting carbs out of that
0: well of course not because fiber first of all fiber is a carb which Mm -hmm. they didn't label there but the other part of the story is that the starch Hmm. which they're not labeling there so interesting 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 yeah okay
1: so read your labels uh you know you know a bit better hopefully how now
0: i'm looking forward to the day that the canadians do that line that says um Mm -hmm. added sugar because i think that's going to help people To see the difference between what's naturally occurring in the food and then the fact that we do add sugar to a lot of things that well I don't know maybe we need to add the sugar for it to taste the way we want it to taste but I hope that you guys enjoyed this video because this was actually quite interesting Mm -hmm. Uh, thanks for watching mind-blowing health and wellness with Violet patch out edition if you want to contribute to the production of videos we have Teespring we have Amazon links in the description we have patreon links multiple ways to contribute I love making these videos for you guys. We do. Mm -hmm. And can't wait to talk to you again next week.
1: See you next week.